porch pirates that abscond with online orders are going to find it harder to pilfer from apartment buildings thanks to a New Hampshire company. Today, we speak with the founder and CEO of Position Imaging about how he is disrupting how we get our packages. Hello, I'm Matt Mowry, editor of Business New Hampshire Magazine. And I'm Nathan Carroll, founder and president of Cardinal Consulting. And welcome to BizCast NH. Matt, that was nice. Your voice sounds great. Well, thank today. you. Today, maybe, I don't, I don't remember the last time we did this, but um, I'm you glad, sound great today. I'm glad you think so, because I, as I started listening back to our podcast, I was horrified. Horrified at what? Your the sound of your voice? Yes. Oh. Well, there's a scientific thing behind, it, and I don't know all of it, but basically okay. that we all don't quite hear our voices the way they are, and then when we do, it's just this is like we cringe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I uh, oh, there it is. Actually, um, funny segue right into the fact that I when I was listening, I know I noticed I had this weird like <laughs> kind of laugh. <laughs> right, like I feel like a giant cartoon character or something. Um, Ned's here with us, and he's laughing, which is great. Good way to start. But yeah. It's like, wait a minute, do I really, do I always laugh like that? Is that my nervous laugh? Should I stop? Should I be more serious? I also say awesome a lot. So our listeners will be like, yes, yes, he does. He says awesome way too much. And it is awesome. And it is awesome (laughs) that I do that. But we're going to stop that. We're not going to, you know. Well, I need to put on what I've called my <laughs> Ted Baxter voice Ooh. because, you know, I, and I've, I've dealt with this my whole life. I, I, I have a higher level voice. I know that. But, you know, I, I you know, I'm like, I need to sound like a dude. I, I just need to, I need to you start. You can sound like whatever you want to well, sound Well, thank you. Like but I'm leaning like the other 50 day. years in, man. You know? I, I got a, a, a call for someone trying to sell me something and they started up with, Hi, ma'am. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Ted Baxter voice needs to return. <laughs> I'm terrified to say anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm out. All right. Without further ado, our guest this week is Ned Hill, founder and CEO of Position Imaging, a Portsmouth, New Hampshire-based pioneer in the field of advanced tracking technologies. Under Ned's strategic vision and guidance, PI has developed an industry-leading tracking solution, utilized computer vision and laser guidance to simplify item delivery, and created unique AI-based technologies. Ned is the inventor or co-inventor of over 50 patents. So... Ned Hill, welcome to BizCast NH. It's great to have you. Thank you so much. You can really say whatever it. you want. No, we I'm won't terrified. rip you apart later. <laughs> I'm no, terrified. No, no, it's going to be fine. We're nice. We're nice. We're great hosts. We put you right at ease right away, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. Oh, my goodness. Well, Ned, again, welcome. Um, tell us about this technology and this company. Sure. Um, so, as you said in the in the preview, we are a computer vision-based tracking technology, but we actually started with radio tracking. We actually developed and still have today the the most accurate radio tracking technology ever created. And so we started there. And as many, I think, great companies, if you can persevere, do, they take pivots along the way. Um, and we had a much different vision for uh, the products when we started the company, or I did. But um, along the way, you know, opportunities presented themselves. And um, through discovery, we eventually pivoted uh, and advance that radio tracking technology to uh, computer vision and even inertial. And so that's really the, the guts and the genes of this company, tracking technology first and foremost, and then helping 
apply those innovative new tracking technologies to various applications and markets. Wow. So Matt had told me uh, early on about, I think it was your first, um, the first position imaging product called Smart, Smart Package Room. Mm-hmm. And as he's telling me, you know, what he knows about it, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. And it just kept getting cooler and cooler. Can you kind of walk us through the consumer interaction uh, and, and how that all works and, and what that is? Sure. So, um, we developed a new computer vision-based tracking technology for multifamily residential units for tracking packages. It, it extends much beyond that, but our first product was focused on uh, multifamily. And so there's a huge pain point right now in the industry for, um, especially with the e-commerce um, explosion of orders, uh, of where to manage and hold these packages in uh, multifamily residences. And so uh, you know, to this day, it was a lot of lockers um, or sticking them in the back room. And what we did was we applied our computer vision um, tracking and then guidance uh, platform to help manage that whole process without people having to hunt for packages. So the way it works is a courier can just go into a room now, uh, scan a package label, and it will know, okay, that's for Ned Hill, puts it anywhere in the room, and our computer vision will not only track it wherever it is in the room, but then when I come to pick it up, it will let me into the room, guide me to that package, both you know from a screen outside to an audio feature, and then even through, like you said, laser guidance, which is kind of the cool thing, right? Yeah. Um, and we take the package and leave. So it's, it's really, uh, it's taken out a lot of time, a lot of inefficiencies in that process in a, in a space that, uh, that had a lot of pain points before. So it's exciting. And it's, I, you know, my humble opinion, I think many would share this, it's the, it's the best solution in that particular space and it's because of the the tracking technologies absolutely it sounds that way yeah and so i mean uh it'll also i I believe send messages to you know let you know like you've got a package to text or yeah no we um when it's when it's placed in the room we notify the resident um through a text and a, a an email and not only that their packages arrived, but actually a picture of the package so that they remember, oh, I ordered that. You know, a lot of times you, you forget what packages you've ordered uh, and exactly where it is in the room. And then when they come and arrive uh, to pick it up, we get we, they have a, a QR code uh, or a PIN code to get access to the room at our kiosk outside or our wall-mounted monitor outside. And that will give them easy access to the room. They come, they pick it up, and it's um, you know super fast, super efficient, and really intuitive. Now, there's also a feature to, you know, we're all, it's still human nature. Someone can even have access to go and get their package, but might go, ooh, that one looks interesting. Mm-hmm. So what's built into your system to make sure that they're only leaving with theirs? Um, it's shock. There's a shocker. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so, but no, that's a, that's a really good feature because I think that was the biggest pushback we originally got when we introduced this new solution. And... Um, you know, we notify people within a second if they take the wrong package because we know where all the packages are, we know who they're for, and uh, as soon as you take the wrong package, it alarms right away and tells you to put it back on nicely. There's no shock involved, at least not yet, not in our version one. <laughs> right, right. Um, put on this collar before entering the room. That's right, that's right. Um, actually, it's strange segues. I, I did a deal with that particular company oh. before. It's just how I sort of got started in the entrepreneurial world. But yeah, so no shocks on this one. It's just we notify them. And uh, the results have been pretty dramatic. They We just do not have a theft problem. Everybody uh, obeys the rules, and if they don't, then they, they will obey the rules after they're notified. So <laughs> they it's, it's really worked incredibly well. That's awesome. And you're That's also awesome. moving into the big box store right. um, market. Can you yeah. talk about what you're developing for, for the Walmarts of the world? Sure. So, um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. The, the residential market has was always my 
proving ground because we are the, the first and only to apply this technology to that, that market or in this use case or this use case. Um, and the residential market was the right space because it let me sort of take a literally a year and a half at sort of beta to curate and you know craft this solution um, so that we knew that the platform was solid and worked exactly the way we wanted it to. And so um, although it's a slower market, a smaller market, um, it was a great ground to then prove that this technology worked, this, this solution worked, and now we're applying it to a much bigger market, among other markets, uh, for retail. And so when you go to a, and people will know the story, when you go to a retailer like, say, a Walmart, and you order a package online, and you go pick it up in the store, but it's called BOPIS, Buy Online, Pick Up in Store, um, you'll wait, and you wait, and you wait. And um, we, by applying this same approach to the retail solution, we have, I think, we're in a position now to completely transform that whole process because um, it not only is a better sense uh, use of space, it's self-service, uh, and it's very fast, very intuitive, and contactless. So we, we did a uh, a pilot with Tractor Supply, and we were figuring out where to where to take this first. And um, we did it in five five different states, and um, the results were pretty dramatic. The uh, it was a, a 15 second pickup time, which is the fastest in the industry. Wow. It was less than 15 second staging time, which is also the fastest in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the consumers loved it, which was my biggest concern. Like, would they think this is really weird, or the lasers and all that? Uh, but we even scored a 93 net promoter score with uh, tractor supply customers. So it's it's sort of it, it proved what we already knew, but it was nice to get it in that environment. And Absolutely. so now that we have sort of those metrics behind us, we realized a couple things: it works. Um, but another thing is it, this is too big for just us. So we sort of retrenched and started to look for a worldwide partner that we could to, do that. And I can't disclose who it is yet, but uh, it's, I, I can't soon. Well, you're coming back yeah, and when you can, right, you will. Right. So, <laughs> um, and so what's, yeah, what's going to happen is they, um, we're going to be working with them to bring this to retail globally. Uh, we've got a number of players. We're really focusing on Europe right now, but uh, very much applies to the States. And so that buy online, pick up in store, even buy online, return in store, that whole process I think can be transformed with this new solution. That's amazing. You, um, this is this is all just uh, to me. It, it's just not how my brain works in, in a way, and I'm so thankful that there's people like you. So, where did you get your start? And, and was it in tech? And and or how did this? How did you become you, as it were? Uh, um, I cleaned shoes. Oh, really? See, every every yeah. yeah no, it's, it's funny. To, I was thinking about that on the drive over. I'm like, wow, that's <laughs> actually kind of true. So. Um, I, you know, I was I've always been an entrepreneur. I started uh, painting business in college. That's how I got through school. But uh, literally, when I got out of school, um, and I'll make a long story short, I was hired or brought on to figure out a way to clean shoes uh, because in uh, for Jay Baker Shoes in, in Massachusetts, there was a monsoon season in I think it was M- Malaysia, and th- tens of thousands of shoes were mildewed, and they couldn't figure out how to clean them. So they brought me in, and I figured out how to clean them. I set up a factory line and. Uh, in Hyde Park, and then uh, literally within four weeks, we had thanks rolling, tens and tens of thousands of shoes being cleaned. Wow! Uh, this is like my first job out of college, and then um, so uh, you know, I always knew that I had the entrepreneurial bent mm. and love, um, but I always knew that I wanted to do something tech, and so um, I did start a company. Ironically, when you say the dog collar. Um, started a company, created uh, the most accurate radio tracking ranging 
technology, which say that five times fast. Can't and, do it. Um, Can't do it. <laughs> and so one of the things I did was actually license that to the, at that time, the Invisible Fence Company for dogs. Um, wow. And along that path, not only loved it, realized I sort of had a bent for technology, I also realized that if we, had, if we could create the basis for a platform for tracking technology, uh, you go from like a few applications to many applications and incredibly large applications. And that little kernel that you could have to uh, to implement that kind of um, leverage in those in those processes is very valuable, and that's really what the focus has been on in the company. And so, where the, is the company at? Where, where have you grown it to? Where are you at? And, and kind of give us the lay of that land. So we're starting to expand our smart package room product. Um, Nationally, we're not going international yet with that, but we've done some pretty big installations. Uh, we've we're not expanding into uh, California in that area, but we just did an installation with Stytown, which actually I'm headed there tomorrow, which is the biggest residential development in the country. So we have the basis and the partners right now for uh, expanding and I think taking a leadership role in that uh, market here in the states. But um, on the resident on the retail side. We realized that we needed to partner because it was going to be bigger than we could be. And really, we want to focus on what we do best, which is tracking technologies and solutions. So we um, we have now partnered, I'll, I can't say who, but it's with one of the big global couriers uh, to introduce their PUDO service uh, internationally. We're probably going to start that in Europe. Um, we are also partnering with this very, very large POS uh, self-service checkout manufacturer, to also launch uh, probably in Europe, and um, I won't get into this new product, but we're about to also partner with a major airline uh, to bring a new product to market, which is sort of based loosely on some of the tech that we've also created. So um, things are really good. I think we built a nice base now with the solution. Um, Residential market sales are starting to climb pretty significantly now, and uh, and we're about to launch with some really big brothers um, in 2022. So it's, it's getting really, really exciting. Very cool indeed. We'll be right back with Ned Hill. McLean Middleton is a full-service law firm with over 100 attorneys and 25 paralegals throughout its five offices in Manchester, Concord, and Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and Woburn in Boston, Massachusetts. For over 100 years, they've been providing exceptional legal services to businesses, individuals, and nonprofit organizations across the region. Visit McLean.com for a complete list of practice areas and attorneys. All right, welcome back. We're back with Ned Hill, founder and CEO of Position Imaging. Ned, you've taken us through uh, a, a little bit of the history, some of the technology. Um, where does your passion for this come from? Where does your passion to invent, to keep on inventing and in, in new products and, and, and innovating? Where does that come from? Um, that's a really good question because I think it's, it's a strange, you know, entrepreneurs are sort of strange breeds. Um, <clears throat> you work incredible hours and with a lot of energy. And um, I think it started r- realistically with just not wanting to be poor, right? I was kind of a, uh, not a poor Amen. kid, but a re- re- real, <laughs> relatively poor kid. And I wanted to earn some money. And I thought that was uh, a good way to earn money um, and maybe a lot of money, right? So that was sort of the drive. But you know, down the road, it really, it became much more than that. It, it's, um, you know, I, I'm, Steve Jobs has always been a, uh, an inspiration to me. And I work now with two guys that work directly with Steve Jobs, who heads our advanced technology and our engineering. And, you know, just listening to the stories that he, that they tell about him, um, it really just insane. And 
I think one of the the mantras that that they had was, you know, let's make a dent in the universe. And you know, my attitude is sort of like, I'm here once, right? Well, I don't know, maybe more than once. I mean, you probably come back as a flower. Yeah, or something, I know, but, I know. You know. But I, you know, I don't forget a startup license for that. But anyway, if I <laughs> if I could do a, you know, if, uh, coming through this once, I, I want to do something big. And um, I think we have the incredible fortune right now as a company to do that. Like you know, logistics, which is really where we're going to trans uh, to um, trans transform and disrupt. Um, it's the biggest market on planet Earth, and I think with this new these new approaches that we've created, I think can do that, and that that gives me an incredible amount of drive. And it also, um, I have a really insane team uh, that we've been lucky enough to assemble, and knowing that we're sort of cultivating incredible, whether it's entrepreneurs or technical minds um, down the road, is just personally that's incredibly um, rewarding and energizing for me too. So um, that's. You know where it started. I just didn't want to be poor. <laughs> where it's where it's led. I think uh, you know at this point. You know, let, let's let's get her done. Let's let's do something huge. There's a want. You want. You don't want to be poor. You want to keep moving and and innovating. That's awesome. Um, you talk a little bit about your team and these two uh, former Apple execs. You you quoted Steve Jobs on your website. Um, and I'm wondering if. Steve or these these uh, two other fine gents or anybody in, in your career has been a mentor for you? Who's uh, Who's been that person or someone that you think, man, this set my foundation or helped me along the way? Yeah, that's a really good question. So um, a guy named Brett Bilbrey, who was the head of advanced technology for Apple, um, I could tell you incredible stories about him. Yes, um, please. <laughs> well, yeah, right. I'll just say like a, a major car, when he retired, everybody, Google went after him, Tesla went after him, everybody. And um, this, this funny story I always tell is when he, when he told me about this, I was trying to hire him uh, because I had pitched Apple on our tech years ago with radio tracking stuff. And he came, walked me to my car, which was really strange out of Apple. If you know Apple, really, really strange. And basically said, Ned, this was great. You're at least five years too early. And it was just amazing to get that kind of honesty from him. Um, but it's also amazing because he is such a brilliant guy. He was basically Jobs' go-to technologist. And um, he came on and allowed me to pivot the company and look at more of making that dent in the universe as, as, as opposed to just scrambling to try to make a buck and to, to make you know some sales, but just you know to cover your butt. And, and I think him coming on and not only showing me how to, to really go after it, but also how to cultivate these, you know, these crazy ideas um was really the one of the most important you know moments in my life my my professional career and there's been others along the way i i had an old um he calls himself a, re- a reformed engineer but uh phd electrical engineer at mit that you'd never know in fact i've had negotiations with him where attorneys have been like what law school did you go to and, <laughs> uh, and he's he is the biggest um uh i'll just say chops buster on planet earth and I could have you guys in stitches about some of the things that he used to just riddle me with. But he was really hard, really logical thinker. And he sort of formed my early years of being, you know, practical, pragmatic, and logical about things. And um, so I've really had, a, you know, more than two, but those two really stand out immediately. Yeah, well, this is such a great New Hampshire story. Mm. But you also have a great icebreaker that shows you have pretty deep roots oh. here in the state. Oh, yeah. So, so what, what, what's your icebreaker? Ah, okay. That's funny. Well, it's, it's very connected to this entrepreneurial this episode. Now, um, my great, I think it's the, the eighth generation grandfather is General John Stark, who was the guy that said, live free or die. John so. Stark. 
Cool. Good old John Stark. And there's there a great is. vodka if anybody wants uh, oh. a, a, called John Stark Vodka. Or they, I think yeah. it's John Stark or Captain John Stark. But I really, think it's really a good. Flag Hill Winery produces Wow. That. I don't even know that, Matt. Well, so that's just, somebody drinks vodka. <laughs> And lots of it. Uh, <laughs> that's great. That <laughs> but, is but, so great. You know, New Hampshire is great. I mean, I you know, people. Our tech is is pretty significant, and you know, I do love the notion that out of this, what people consider this podunk state, that we are creating some of the best technology. Like, I can't imagine. I can't tell you how many times people have said, like, "Well, where are you guys from?" And when I say New Hampshire, they're always, "Huh? You know what? You know, are you what? I don't. I, I thought you said New Hampshire. No, I did actually, and." Uh, and we like to use local guys. Like we've used Agility Manufacturing in Dover and Intelligent Manufacturing in Manchester. And there's a wealth of talent here, and we've had to recruit a bunch. But, you know, bringing people to a state like New Hampshire, isn't that tough? You no. know, I'd rather be here than a lot of other places. So, exactly. Uh, exactly. It's a great state to do business in. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, uh, when you're not wearing your, your tech hat, your CEO hat, who is Ned Hill? What are you up to? I have no idea. Okay. No. All right. Right. See, he's I, a real entrepreneur. He has no idea have, other than, I, yeah. I have no idea. That's it. Um, he's just working all the time. No, I'm a, I'm a husband and a dad. Um, nice. That's the, that's the priority. But, you know, I've got a ton of different hobbies that I have no time for anymore. But that's the, oh. you know, that is the priority because if, I, don't, I simply just don't have the time to do anything except... Focus on work and focus on family right now. So right on. Those are two pretty good uh, things to you know keep you healthy and not poor. That's right. <laughs> or maybe poor. I don't know. Depending on how there it you goes. go. Yeah. So you talked a bit about the the future, but ultimately, where do you want to take this company? Um, that's a good question. Uh, so we have formed a brand called I Pickup. All right, a lowercase I, capital P, Pickup. I Pickup. Um, and <clears throat> we just stumbled on the name, or I stumbled on the name, driving from a Lowe's to a a Walmart where I saw pickup and pickup. And it's like one of those times where how did we get the trademark for this name? It's just, it's too perfect. And I think because we are the pioneers in this space of applying these unique technologies um, to these very big problems in retail and residential and even enterprise, um, we are in a position of building iPickup into a global brand for transforming last mile delivery. And in the end, I want iPickup to become that global brand. And that's where we're headed. Wow. Heard it here first. <laughs> that is so great. Ned Hill, founder and CEO of Position Imaging. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for putting up with us. And thanks for sharing a little bit about you and, and all of your success. It's been great to have you. A privilege, really. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And now the buzz with Matt Mowry. And here's what we're buzzing about this week. So, Nathan, mm-hmm. we uh, at Business New Hampshire Magazine, we recently asked Anna Brown, the Director of Research and Analysis at Citizens Count. Uh, they're a nonprofit uh, that provides New Hampshire residents with information about political issues and the candidates and promotes civil exchange of opinions. Anyway, we asked her about what are some of the big changes coming up uh, for New Hampshire's laws that were enacted that uh, are, are going to be going oh into effect as baby New Year rolled in. <laughs> oh, dear. And uh, so uh, one of the big things is that uh, in 2022, uh, New Hampshire will change how it calculates the business profits tax owed by companies that do business in multiple states. So in prior years... The BPT. Yes. So in prior years, New Hampshire used a formula that included where businesses' sales took place, where their employees worked, and the physical location of the business. But what started January 1st is that they'll use a single sales factor. 
which only looks at where the sales took place. And that's going to be a big benefit for our manufacturers and other businesses that do most of their sales out of state. And it may even provide an incentive for businesses to move to New Hampshire, although about half of the states already use a single sales factor. So in some senses, we're catching up finally. Uh Another big thing that's coming down the pike or is, you know, been enacted is the paid family leave plan. So as part of the 2021 budget negotiations, legislatures, the legislators, I should say, approved Governor Chris Sununu's idea for a statewide family and medical leave plan that's based on a pool of state employees with an opt-in option for the public. Uh, And that requires the insurance department to issue a request for proposals from private insurers by March 31st. And the program must be up and running for the public and private employers by January 1st of 2023. So we'll be seeing that in a year from now. Good, good. But what I love is all the little oddball stuff. So, oh, you know, fun. and just to sampling some of the weird stuff that's in there, or, you know, out of left league here is, uh, you know, if you're a lightning rod dealer or lightning rod salesman, you're going to be happy uh, because <laughs> they no longer need to get a license. Oh. So who knew? And <laughs> if you have a tinted license plate cover, uh, well, you got to throw it out because, uh, or you're going to pay $150 fine here Whoa, in New Hampshire. All right. And if you want to quit smoking, you can go see your pharmacist now because as of January 1st, pharmacists can provide customers with nicotine cessation therapy. So that is what we're buzzing about this week. Welcome back to the Cardinal Corner. I'm Nathan Carroll. Matt, are you taking care of yourself? Never. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Well, if I am, I'm doing a horrible job at it. Oh, well, listen up. Listen up. I got some tips for you. I hope you, you know, hopefully get you on the right path. It's a new year. Maybe um, maybe our, our listeners are doing the whole gym membership thing. Um, and so, of course, report back to us and let us know when you stop going, because that's what's going to happen. Um, or maybe you're taking up a new hobby or a sport. Um, and, and that's, you know, those are all good things except for quitting the gym. Of course, it's all good things. Something I have found, and I need to remind myself every day, and our entrepreneur friends, our business owners, our, our you know, hardworking employees, everybody should remind themselves of this every day, but is that no one is going to take care of your whole self for you, okay? That is up to you. So we're starting the year off right, right? I'm talking mental and physical health. Um, entrepreneurs, everybody, work like dogs. They keep going, their eye on the prize, they're almost there, you know, let's get it. And it's okay, or rather necessary, to often take time away from the grind, to relax, to rejuvenate, to reconnect, whether that's with family, friends, the earth, whatever, right? Trust me, take that time now so that you have more energy later, right? This week here in the Cardinal Corner, it's just a reminder to take care of yourself, again, mentally and physically. Something small every day. You decide what it is, a walk, a phone call, a bike ride, a draw. maybe you like to draw. I don't know. You decide, right? To sustain you, you need sustenance, not just food, but you need to take care of yourself. Comes in all shapes and sizes. So thanks for joining me in the healthy, happy Cardinal Corner. Find more at our website, cardinalconsultingnh.com, or on social at cardinalconsultingnh. Thank you for joining us today. 
If you enjoyed the stories and information you heard in today's podcast, find more by subscribing to Business NH Magazine or visiting businessnhmagazine.com. I'm Matt Mowry. And I'm Nathan Carroll. BizCast NH is a joint production of Business NH Magazine and Cardinal Consulting. Listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. <laughs>